The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, we're going to have a very exciting topic today, and the topic is how to write a killer online profile that gets chicks. How about that? <laughs> I want you to use your efforts wisely. I know how hard it is, and I know how you guys hate rejection, and I want to shore that up and minimize your risk and maximize the benefits and maximize the amount of chicks that you get. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, by the way, if you happen to have missed last week's show, you can listen uh, online, um, either on live or on demand. Last week's show was Blocking is for Losers. We talked about um, you know, restraining orders and blocking somebody's profile because they're harassing you or, or uh, mainly if a girl is harassing you, what should you do in those situations? Is blocking effective even? My answer is no. And we talked about that last week. So um, in order to do that, you can go to the station's uh, website and um, listen to previous shows. That's uh, KMET1490AM.com and then forward slash The Men's Advocate. Or you can also listen to us on the TuneIn app live and on demand. Um, same thing, the TuneIn app forward slash uh, Linda Gross or you can Google forward slash uh, Advocate and it should come right up. Um, also, you want to be sure to log on, if you haven't already, to my Facebook fan page. That's where you're going to get program updates once a week. Um, if you're driving or you're busy, you're listening on the go, and you're like, oh, gosh, what did Linda talk about? Who was that guest? What was that phone number? What was that product that she talked about? All of those kinds of links are going to be on the Facebook fan page, and that's the same name as the show. Uh, it's the Facebook forward slash the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Easy as pie. Click the like page button. That's very important because when you click that button, then you'll be getting the updates once a week on, on the program. All right. So let's hop right into it. We're going to be talking about how to write a killer online profile that gets chicks. So my first guest is Dr. Robert Garcia. He's a seven-time author and a professional life coach, and he joins us um, out of uh, San Diego. He is the CEO of Blue Dragon Enterprises and Fitness Inked Magazine. You can find his website, the Blue Dragon Enter Ent short for entertainment, thebluedragonent.com, and also his blog site, is, blogspot is bluedragon.blogspot.com. That's a mouthful. <laughs> anyway, I'll put all those links on my Facebook fan page so you don't even have to worry. Welcome, Rob. How are you today? So great to have you on the show. Thanks, Linda. Really happy to be here, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Hopefully, uh, I can teach your listeners a couple ways to uh, better their profiles and to attract um, a, a very high amount of women. Exactly. I think a lot of my um, listeners, they just seem to think that something is just going to – this great lady is just going to drop from the sky without any effort at all. And guys, that's not the case. 
guys, you need to be the hunter. You need to go out there and, and get it done. So we're going to teach you the tools of the trade, how to get it done in the quickest line possible. So there are a few tips that Rob's going to give you that maybe some things that are you're doing wrong or maybe there are things that you are not on your radar that you should put on your radar to maximize your results. So let's get right into it, Rob. What, do you, what have you got for us? Okay, and feel free to chime in, Linda, if you have any personal experiences you want to share. Sure. Um, I want this to be an interactive dialogue. So if you're like me, I'm 39 years old. I'm kind of at the generation where I, I still remember going up and, and trying to get girls' phone numbers uh, in person, whereas the technology was introduced, and now I can talk to girls in other states and other cities. And and I think a lot of guys haven't met that curve yet. They haven't understood how to properly sell themselves. Um, there's a lot of applications out there for dating sites. Um, I'm going to give your listeners a, a list of free ones, uh, ones that don't cost any money or pretty easy to set up. So the most, the most popular ones right now that are free are Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, Hinge, Bumble, and Tinder. These are the five that I find are easiest to use, have the highest uh, uh, quality of, of, of potential mates, and uh, can really get your uh, get your net out there for for looking for potential mates. Um, these are also uh, compatible with mobile phones, with Android, with iPhone, all that stuff. So you can actually just sit there and have women write to you uh, on your phone, which is kind of convenient. Um, the first so, so with all the apps that are out there, as a newbie, let's say, how do you know which one to start with? Is it based on the guy's personality? Is it based on who he's trying to reach? Is it based on what you're trying to get out of it? Like, are you getting out of it? Do you want to get out of it like a one-night stand, or do you want to go to the other extreme and get out of it possibly a potential girlfriend or a long-term relationship? So how do you know where to, where to start with this? That's a great question, Linda, and, and it really depends on what the intentions of the, the, uh, the, the guy are because, for example, Tinder started off and it was potentially a hookup site. Uh, where people would just want to meet for physical contact immediately. And the, the thing that differentiates Tinder from the other sites is that it's, it's instant. If, if the girl picks you, you know she's into you because you only get to put up one picture at the offset. And you know right away if there's attraction because they choose your picture or they don't. Whereas the other sites, you can do a full profile. You can talk about your occupation um, have and, and upload six to eight pictures. So Tinder is more of she either likes you or she doesn't. Um, but all the rest of the sites you can use, however, for, you know, what, for whatever purposes you're looking for. Right. And then sometimes it's, it's not being used for the purpose that you're looking for because, you know, we always hear that Tinder is for just a hookup, just a one night stand. Uh, in fact, I had a guest on the show two weeks ago and he is very Christian oriented, doesn't want to have sex before marriage, the whole thing, ended up using Tinder and now he's like going to get married to this girl. So like who knew? I mean, it's like the whole spectrum is is on Tinder now. It's not just for hookups, I guess. Yeah, yeah, the climate's definitely changed for Tinder and I'm I'm very happy to hear that. Um it it really has uh I think evolved. The perception of it has evolved into a more uh, mainstream site. A lot of the girls I've talked to actually are pretty serious about getting to know me and, you know, want to learn about me as a person. So I think you're right. I think it has leaned uh, away from the the hookup mentality. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of features on Tinder that are pretty cool that you can sort of say, um, you know, here's my, here are my specifics and does the girl match what my specific attributes are? So for example, like if if you're not a smoker and you don't and you want a non-smoker, you know, do those two things are they in alignment, for example? Um, or it could be distance, or it could be the type of job she has, or you know whether she's a student or a professional, and so um, it's it's kind of interesting that it, it allows you to like really specify who you're looking for, and those of you who are listening to the video feed. Uh, coming right up in about a minute or so, you will see uh, one of my listeners actually gave a full tutorial um, on Tinder, and it's going to be on the video feed. For those of you who are listening on the radio or online, I will put the whole clip uh, on my Facebook fan page uh, after we're done with the show, so you can see that too. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, um, let's see. Just just moving on. So uh, the ones that I've discovered recently are Hinge and Bumble. And mm-hmm. what I noticed about these, there are a much higher degree of professionals, business owners. Uh, it's a little bit. It's a little bit more upscale clientele, which is really good. The girls are amazing looking on Bumble. Uh, maybe they're using higher resolution photos or, or glamour shots, but it's a, it's a very well put together website. Nice. That's always important to hit the guy up with good visuals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they, you know, the reigning champion, I mean, up until, you know, MySpace was, was the, the granddaddy of all of them. And then when MySpace became a music site, Plenty of Fish pretty much took over everything. It's, it's the champion of uh, dating sites right now. Yeah. And, and one thing that we've seen over the years is that the, the online dating doesn't have the stigma that it used to. You know, People used to be a little bit embarrassed of it or, or they thought there was something wrong with them if they, if they had an online site. But these days, everybody's got a Plenty of Fish. <laughs> I would say like you know, you're in the very small minority if you're not using an online dating site. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. It's just a, it's just a way of of getting your uh, your influence out there and getting getting yourself. Especially if you're uh, maybe like me, I was in uh, grad school for six plus years, and so I didn't have time to go out and, and meet girls and to to really be social. And so, plenty of fish got me a lot of dates that I I wouldn't have had normally. Definitely, definitely. So let's talk about the visuals. Like I know from a guy's end, uh, you know, the guys are primarily looking at pictures. And primarily what guys prefer, in my experience, after interviewing 20,000 guys to write my book, is they want a full body shot. They want to know what the whole body looks like. Um, Guess what? Girls don't want the same, interestingly enough. So don't send them a full body shot. Girls want a face. They want you close up. They want to see your face. They want to see your expression. Um, So make sure that you have at least one close-up face shot, you know, that, that's a good one, you know, where the lighting is good. Um, what do you think about that, Rob? Um, that, yeah, that, that's skipping ahead a little bit, which is fine. Um, that's moving more into profile photos, and we can definitely talk about that. Um, I think a guy needs to have a variety when he's, when he's choosing his photos, and you're right. A close-up face shot is really good. Um, the two th- features that I wanted to point out that men should really accentuate um, – are the jawline and the shoulders if they can. And I always tell guys those are the two things that women subconsciously will look for in a mate. And this goes back to caveman DNA. It really does. Oh, I it missed shows, that part, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> it shows athleticism. Um, it shows uh, the ability to be a provider. It, it, and it, it, if you look at guys that are, that are commonly thought of as attractive in today's society, you look at um, – uh, Jason Statham, Brad Pitt, Gerard Butler, Guy Pierce. These are all guys with angular, narrow cheekbones. And these are, these are signs of, of male attraction, male beauty, should I say, you know, classic beauty. And these are things that women gravitate towards. And then if you just have big shoulders, it shows that you're strong. You can fend off predators. Um, so I always tell guys, work out your shoulders and try and cut that water weight and try and lose a little weight and really have a defined jawline. Absolutely. Those are very good points. Absolutely true. Uh, as far as just uh, pictures, I talked to a lot of my female friends who are on these sites, and I compiled a list of things that they cannot stand and that will make them absolutely go to the next, uh, the next profile. Um, girls are sick of bathroom selfies, especially shirtless. <laughs> stop, guys, stop doing this. There's no reason, no matter what shape you're in, it, it just looks tacky, it makes you look dumb, and it makes you look unappealing. Um, if your photos – your photos should mitigate flaws, but don't lie about your appearance. Girls, the, girls get really angry when you show up and there's a, a 10 to 20-pound difference in your weight versus you know, maybe you put up an old college picture versus what you look like now or you have pictures that show you with, with hair and then you show up and you're, you're bald or losing some hair. Um, there's nothing wrong with, like I said, mitigating these flaws, but don't lie about what you look like. Don't be deceptive. And one thing that really annoys women is when you show up and your height is different from what you tell them. Women have this real fixation with height. And if you, there are a lot of women out there, I, I'm sorry to say it, but they won't date a guy that's under about 5'9". And not all women are like this, but a, a, a pretty good amount. So I'm just saying don't misrepresent your height. 
Um, so how do you get past that? If you're just if you only have an online profile to go by, how do you get past that? Because she might just you know swipe left or whatever and say you're out of here just because of your height. A lot of women do that, and especially with uh, plenty of fish, it'll it'll tell your height. You're you're you uh, you'll give your height, and for guys like that, I would just say. You know, uh, there's going to be a percentage of women that just are really, really into height. Don't worry about it. You know, just just move on to the next girl. It's not a big deal. But don't don't misrepresent yourself. So just play the numbers. In other words, like you might have to send out more requests than a guy who's already five eleven, six zero, or whatever. Or just look for shorter girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> But but yeah, it's that was a big one. A lot of uh, uh, my lady friends were were really adamant about um, that. That just they wanted to walk out as soon as the guy showed up, and he's much shorter than he than he uh, appeared or even told them. Mm-hmm. So they're they're gonna notice, you know. Why are you lying about it? Exactly. Um. Yeah, don't deviate from your weight. Just make sure you look like your pictures. It's okay to take some black and whites or make yourself look appealing, but make sure that you are close to what your photos look like. Uh, women despise that when you show up looking completely different from your your pictures. Um, so would you say – you were saying a moment ago about the no bathroom uh, photo. So would you say invest in a selfie uh, stick You know, if you're, um, you're going to get away from the bathroom photo thing because that's the cheap and easy way to do it? You could and you know what I use. Uh, I have a video camera mm-hmm. and they're about $300 and they have a timer. That's what I used to do. I used to have a 10-second, like stage the shot, make sure the writing, lighting is good. It's like take a couple of test shots before you even get into the, into the shot itself and then take a few test runs and see if, it, if it's working. And, you know, if you see like a whole bunch of distraction in the background, get it out of there. You know, it's like uh, you want to you put yourself in the best light with the best picture and put some effort into it. Exactly, exactly. Have more than one photo. That's a big one. You need to show yourself from multiple angles. You need to show multiple facets of your life. One photo is really boring. Um, Another thing, um, have photos. If you're going to take self-photos, have you doing something interesting? Um, don't just, don't just take a photo. I mean, you can have a close up of you smiling, but you know, be, be exercising or cooking or out with friends or something like do just show, tell a tale. You know, show this girl why she should she should talk to you. Um, moving on to the next part, as far as photos, um, women a surprising amount they don't mind dating a man with children. They don't want to see children in the photos. It's just a little too personal, from what they were telling me. I now, agree, and I and I and I don't think it's right to plaster your children all over the internet either. They didn't ask for that. Well, it's a safety I, issue as well. I know. I don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's not a negative if you're a parent. Just, just keep in mind, you know, they'll, they'll meet your children soon enough. Um, yeah. But this sounds kind of contradictory, but I'm sure you'll understand the, the logic behind it. You should have at least one photo with a dog or a baby, but the baby's a, a relative or a friend's baby, not your, not your baby. <laughs> Because this shows this shows a degree of compassion. It shows that you're happy. The the you know the dog or the baby's happy, but it, it just shows a, a a better layer of depth as you as a man, and it melts hearts. It really does. Gotcha. The best photo I ever took, the one I got the most responses to, is me. I'm laying on the floor, and my friend's Yorkie is looking at me over its shoulder. And I've had more women write to me and ask me about the dog than actually me. Um, but it's it's successful. It shows that the tactic works. Yeah, it's a good icebreaker. That way, they don't have to talk about you. They can talk about this third element in the picture. And who doesn't like kids and dogs? Exactly. Right. And that's a uh, that's a definitely something that that guys should uh, should definitely use. Um, now let's talk about the pictures and let's talk about the themes of the pictures because a, a very smart friend of mine once told me he said the secret to really uh, pulling in women is to find your look and to maximize it. And, and guys, you can tailor your pictures to your appearance. You can uh, play up your appearance. You know, if you're a rocker type, like a Hollywood type, if you're a cowboy, um, an inner city hipster, a jock or military, take photos that really show those elements of your personality. 
you know, I'm a, I'm a military guy. I'm a reservist. And I started, believe it or not, I started working my upper body. I started wearing knit caps and working on my arms and wearing camouflage caps. And I started getting so much more attention from women because it was just more natural for me. It was a more natural look. Um, but if you, have, uh, if you have a theme in your life or you have a certain personality, accentuate it. Really play it up in your, in your profile. And these can be talking points too. If you're into the whole country thing, you know you can have pictures of you at, at stagecoach. You can uh, have line dancing lesson pictures, um, pictures of you riding a horse or out in your farm or whatever. But it it, it shows a uh, it shows that you're an interesting person. Basically, you want to show something where you're in your element. So it's like maybe it's a hobby or a passion or something that you're good at. You know, if you if you're for example, if you're really good at shooting guns, maybe you take a photo like that. You know, just show something that shows off a little bit of your personality. That's it exactly, Linda. It's, it's, it's really just accentuating who you are. And it's, it's, it's creating a world and showing the girl what she's in for, what she can expect, what kind of fun things you're going to be doing together. You know, you want to be an engaging, fun person, a fun person to be around. You don't just want pictures of you sitting around your house, you know, uh, cracking a beer and just watching the game. You know, uh, some girls are into that, but you're going you're gonna to want to be larger than life. Great. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We would love to have you hop on board if you have questions for my guest, Rob Garcia of BlueDragonEnt.com. Call me at 951-922-3532. That's 951-922-3532. Three, two. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after you. Uh, right back after the break, we're going to talk more about uh, um, questions from from Rob with regard to how to write a killer online profile. And then coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're also going to have on my uh, my other guest, Max Evans, who is an author of the book Where's Pops. See you soon. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. Hey, guys. Want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with the Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross, on KMET 1490 AM, Smart Talk.
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about how to write a killer online profile that gets chicks. If you want to join in on our conversation, you can do so by calling 951-922-3532. Fred, I'm still, I'm still hearing the echo. Thank you. <clears throat> anyway, uh, there are some listeners who can't call me on my online on the phone uh, while we're on the air. Guess what? You can do what this listener did and just record it. Just use your voice recorder from your smartphone and then Facebook me um, the link and we'll we'll play it on air. So uh, let's go ahead with uh, Cody. He 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 uh, prepared this uh, audio for us and he is a frequent user of Tinder. Listen to what he has to say. Go ahead, Q1, please. It's fairly difficult to actually get a date from online uh, for a couple reasons. One is that some people may not like meeting in person, so you would have to talk to them for, let's say, two weeks to a month. But other reasons uh, would be some people aren't really on there to meet in person. Like, they're just on there to talk and make friends. Which is kind of annoying, but... <laughs> other than that, it's fairly simple as long as you guys have things in common and you guys talk normally and just get to know each other before you guys meet in person. Well done, Cody. I totally agree. Um, in my book, Mastering Women, I, inter- I did years and years of academic research. In addition to that, I interviewed 20,000 men for the Mastering Women book. And basically, I boiled it down into four core principles. These are core drives that all women have, regardless of race, color, creed, religion, you know, nationality, all that kind of stuff. They're universal core drives. Uh, one of those four drives, basically my premise is if you, if a guy does these four drives with the woman, he can win over any woman, any time for any reason. Whether it's just a one night stand, you can use these principles or if it's for your long time forever girl. And core principle number two, just like Cody said in the audio, is connect with her. Find something in common to talk about and connect with her. So that's a very important one, and I agree, Cody. Um, Rob, welcome back. Uh, my guest is uh, uh, Rob Garcia, and we're talking to him about how to write a killer uh, online profile that gets chicks. So let's continue with, with what you have to say. Yeah, thanks, Linda. Um, we were just talking about how to get better pictures. Um, I'm, As you mentioned, I'm a life coach in San Diego, and so I coach people on confidence, on writing profiles, building relationships. Um, and one thing I, I do teach them is how to maximize the value of their photos. And, and one thing um, that needs to be also brought to the table is don't have pictures with other women. Um, the only exceptions are photos with your mother or with your sister. But any strange, even female friends, um, just don't do it. It's a bad idea. A lot of women I survey just, just uh, it's a turnoff. I I fully concur on that one. And if it's not clear that she's your sister or your mother, meaning let's say you're at some wedding, a family wedding, it might be clear. But in other circumstances, even that might not be clear. So I'd say avoid it because, you know, I from the guy's end, when I interviewed all these guys, they would say, oh, isn't it great that I'm with this hot chick in my photo that, you know, I'm able to get hot chicks. But from the girl's viewpoint, we don't look at it that way. We look at it as a turnoff. You're there to impress us. You're there to get us to stop and pay attention to you. So if you're taking pictures with other girls, I don't know, it's a turnoff. We don't like it. It absolutely is, and it's affected me in real life. Um, at, as we said, I run Fitness Inc. magazine, and so I go to these modeling events once in a while, and I, I put a picture up on my dating profile next to two fitness models. And they're just friends, but I, I, I have had girls see that picture and back out of dates with me because they're intimidated. So overall, guys, if you have a, a picture with a, a, a female, regardless of what capacity in your life um, – Unless you can caption your pictures and let them know it's a relative, you know, just just try and avoid that practice. It's not it's not good, and you're not being 
in your eyes, you think you're being a stud, but really you're turning off the girl subconsciously. Right. Another neg picture would be, please don't send uh, pictures of your private parts, especially if we didn't even ask for them. Don't do it. Don't go there. You're more than your, <laughs> you're more than your parts. Come on, show us uh, the rest of your personality. Exactly. And some of the other phototypes that were that scored really poorly with women um, that I surveyed, uh, every picture being drunk in a nightclub or partying with your friends. If you have six to seven pictures like that, you look like a loser. Yeah. You just do. Um, social events are one thing, but if they're just pictures of you drunk in a club, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna paint you as a as a good catch. It's gonna paint you as kind of a loose cannon. Um, bad facial hair, bad grooming. Um, also, uh, girls don't like that. Try and keep uh, some symmetry going with your with your facial hair if you have it. Um, make sure that you have haircuts regularly. That you just look like a, a clean, hygienic, approachable guy. Right. All right. Let's move on from the photos. I think we've spent um, time on that. Let's. You were mentioning to me um, about how do you stand out um, and your used car salesman approach. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys need to realize a couple of things in the in the online dating game. Is that the first thing is that guy uh, girls will get can get over a hundred messages a day. So you need to stand out. The ratio is really, really skewed because a guy might get a couple of girls writing to him a day, but a girl can come home to 100-plus messages. You cannot be plain about this. And you were talking about the used used, uh, car theory. And what that means is if you were going to buy a used car and you saw the ad for it and it was super plain, it just said four wheels, runs okay, you know, make an offer, you wouldn't want to buy that car. You wouldn't find it very appealing. But if you get into all the details of it, you know, air conditioning, uh, Alpine stereo, um, GPS, all this stuff, that's how you need to write your profile. You've got to get in depth. You've got to get into some detail about yourself and be funny. You've got to stand out from every other guy out there. You, learn, you need to learn to present your best attributes. You've got to come across as a fun, confident guy. Um, when I write my profile, I imagine Ryan Reynolds or Vince Vaughn. And I, you think about their movies. You think about how they speak, how they deliver lines, how they, they craft words. They're funny. They're acerbic, they're witty, and they're never mean, but they're very observant. And so if you just if you need brush-ups as to how to write, like a good writing style, just to get a Ryan Reynolds, a Vince Vaughn, or a Jon Favreau movie, and you really just pay attention to how they, how they uh, compose thought, and that's how you need to write. Um, I agree. For- I think a lot of times guys don't write um, interesting things about themselves because they themselves are boring. So if that's you... You need to get out and figure out what your passions or hobbies are and start doing them. And if you can't think of anything, go back to when you were age eight because we were full of life and wonder and laughter when we were age eight for, for the most part. So figure out what turned you on at age eight and see if you can bring that forward and bring some interesting elements to your life that you can then later at a later point you know, include in your profile. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Linda, because if you think about it, if you if you were looking at a girl's profile and she just had nothing to say, and, and there are a lot of them out there that are like that, that's a turnoff. And if, yeah. a girl, if a girl has her choice of hundreds of men and she sees nothing there that's engaging, the pictures are okay, but it looks like you treated it like a high school science writing assignment, it, it just it – just, they, they can see the effort that you put into it. Um, when you talk about your profession, girls are tired of you bragging about stuff. They don't like arrogant guys. You can definitely be funny. This is a way to kind of kind of test your comedy chops. Um, you can put goofy things for your profession, and it can be a it can be a good way to to break the ice and something to talk about over the first date. You can some ones I came up with. You can say you're a clown assassin, a uh, vodka tester, mm. a dog smuggler, or a day stripper. These are all these are all good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And should the guy be qualifying the woman or is there are there any standards to that? You know, one thing I've learned is that women write how they think. And so if a woman writes to you and you check out the profile and it's in all caps or every other word is misspelled or they don't use spaces whatsoever, that's how they think and that's how they're going to talk. I'm just saying, buyer beware. That's true. And how much effort do you think is necessary to be successful with online dating? 
it depends on how it depends on the guy individually. Some guys have a lot to offer right away and they're natural at it, and other guys have to like me have to put in a little work. I'm not I'm not a great looking guy. I call myself a martini seven. It means a girl would have to drink a couple martinis near the end of the night for me to even get up to a seven on the one to ten scale. But I write really well, and that's what brings them in. And then they can they can get to know me, and uh, they usually like what what I'm about. <laughs> Um, so when girls are checking their profiles, because guys just look at pictures, let's be honest. Girls are looking at both the pictures, but they're also looking at the writing because they're trying to establish first familiarity to make sure that the guy seems normal. Then they're establishing the emotional connection. Then they want the physical connection. So make sure, guys, that you're, you're trying to appeal to all three of these. Um, some of the things that the girls told me that they didn't like, they don't like poor spelling or grammar. They don't like guys that, that don't seem educated or that can't formulate thoughts properly. Um, you don't have to be Nicholas Sparks or a perfect writer, but put some effort into it. Like I said, it's not a high school writing assignment. You're talking about yourself. Try and sell yourself. Um, don't have a vague profile. Write in specifics. Um, don't just say you like the beach and movies. Everybody likes the beach and movies. We're in Southern California, for God's sakes. Um, talk about a movie you really enjoyed or an actor you like or a concert you went to and, or mention a, a, a food you can cook. Just something that's a little bit more specific that, that can be a talking point because trust me, uh, Linda, rapport is everything. And if you guys – like you were saying, if you can find common ground, that just makes it way easier. That's so true. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We are speaking to my guest tonight, who is Dr. Rob Garcia, a seven-time author and professional life coach out of San Diego. You can find him on bluedragonent.com, bluedragonent.com. I will be putting all his links on my Facebook fan page um, for your convenience. Uh, We're going to be... welcoming my next guest coming up pretty soon but before we get into that i want to let you know announcements this coming uh sat- saturday october the 17th from 1 to 4 p.m. i will be at the burbank library authors showcase so i'm here to answer your questions take pictures pictures with you sign your books and that's coming up saturday October 17th, 1 to 4, at the Burbank Library. Coming up on next week's show, we're going to be talking um, We're going to be talking legal talk with attorney Michael Brown. That's going to be really interesting. I think a lot of people think they don't need an attorney for various things. And really, um, the first consultation is free, and it could save you tens of thousands of dollars on the back end by talking to an attorney before getting into a business transaction or any kind of transaction that needs a contract. So that'll be uh, coming up in next week's show. All right, um, Rob, I'm going to bid adieu to you. Thank you so much. And we're going to welcome our next guest. Um, My next guest is Max Evans. He has a BA in psychology and a master's in fine arts and creative writing. He has taught fiction at Long Beach State and has recently published a book of short stories called Where's Pops? His book is available on his website and also uh, on Amazon. And his Twitter handle is Pops Don't Stop. All right. He's going to be talking to us about uh, Dad Fest, which is also coming up this Saturday on October 17th. Max, welcome aboard. Thank you for coming on the show. Linda, thank you for having me. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about this uh, Dad's Fest. Yeah, uh, this Saturday um, at Made in Long Beach. It's a a store right on on Pine Avenue in Long Beach um, from 7 to 10. Besides celebrating my birthday and my reading, uh, this is going to be an evening of art centered on dads in the LBC. And uh, there's going to be um, activities for the kids. Uh, there's going to be a clean comedy set by Antonio Rucker, uh, who's also the host of Bringing the Ruckus, and a reading by Jennifer Jordan, who's also from Long Beach and the author of Father's Wisdom, uh, in which she interviewed dads locally and interna- internationally for, I think, past 10 years and came out with the book um as well um hogan hilling um will be there to promote the dadly rally in march and also i'll be giving a presentation check to cerritos college for a scholarship i've created based off the book um called the mvp scholarship 
Oh, that's right. I understand you're giving a scholarship to a father um, who attends Compton College. So what is that scholarship for? How, how are you ben- benefiting the recipient? Yeah, um, on the website, um, on my website, whereispops.com, um, on the contribute page, it gives an explanation. But um, uh, from the sales of my book, I'm contributing $1,000 for a scholarship. Um, it stands, it's MVP award, but stands for Most Valuable Pops. And um, it's open to dads at Cerritos College. And essentially, I created this scholarship because I remember, like, when I was a young dad at 22, like, the uphill battle of, you know, raising my son while attending college and working late hours at restaurants. I mean, I worked at all of them from TGI Fridays to Macaroni Grill to Parker's Lighthouse and, you know, going to school and taking care of the boy at the same time. Um, But, like, in my case, I was lucky. I had a lot of family support. But while teaching, um, you know, my English courses, I see a lot of dads who simply just can't make it through the entire semester because they have to go back to work or um, because, you know, they're dads and they just have to, what I say, uh, put some turkey bacon on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does your program focus on how to benefit uh, these these young fathers who are who might be in jeopardy with either pursuing um, their education or their career and things like that? This one's strictly just a, a, a scholarship, um, but I am involved with the Male Academy, um, and that goes more along those lines. Um, it's a program in the Long Beach Unified School District to improve the graduation rates of underrepresented males mm-hmm. um, and provides college preparedness. And so essentially, I'm going to be a guest speaker to the students um, and, you know, really telling them the importance of being a responsible father. Um, um, and it's all, the book is also being, you know, considered for the curriculum as the fiction component, uh, to their program. So I'm really excited about that because I remember being in high school and reading texts that I just could not connect to like Chaucer or Dumas or Voltaire, you know, so this will be definitely more up their alley. That sounds great. Tell us a little bit about your cover design. Oh, yeah. Um, On the cover, it has a title at the top, Where's Pops? And then there's a split picture. Um, And the split picture shows half of my face, and the other half is my biological father's face. Um, Interesting to note is that his name is also Max Evans, um, and he's also a well-known writer um, in the Western genre. Um, He's published over 30 books, um, uh, let's see, in the 60s, he made a book called The Rounders. It was made into a TV show, um, also a movie with Glenn Ford and Henry Fonda, and then um, The High Low Country in the 90s with Woody Harrelson and Patricia Arquette. So he definitely has his um, uh, writing CV or resume, you know, uh, pretty stacked. Um, but I wanted to somehow distinguish myself from him, and that, this is what I figured was the best way to do that. Um, because at the bottom of this picture, it says short fiction written by this Max Evans. And the word this is circled with an arrow pointing to my side of the face. Would you say that he served as your inspiration for writing? Um, in some ways, yeah. I would say that because he was never essentially in the picture ever. Um, so because of the, I, I would say, the pain that I, I went through, you know, and really um, not understanding why he would do that, um, when I first started writing uh, short fiction in my early 20s, um, I noticed there's a lot of father characters in the stories. Um, so definitely he's uh, pushed, you know, like that pushed me to eventually uh, write this book. Um, and my hope is that I'm not looking to contact him or anything of that sort, but more so um, to, for, you know, it's an act of forgiveness uh, because there is one story in the piece in which a um, uh, father uh, neglects his child. And actually, in this story, it was written by him in uh, his first short story collection. I then added on a second half to it where the... Uh, bastard son essentially comes back and talks to his uh, biological father for for the first time and uh, forgives him for what he had done. How would you best describe to for a young man to get over 
um, his dad abandoning him. Because I have a lot of men who are in that category. I see in some way you're sort of honoring him by by making this reference mm-hmm. with the with the photo and and also with your namesake and everything. But you personally, how how do you uh, you know get over <laughs> the abandonment? Right. Um, essentially, to um, promise yourself, like I'm talking to a younger man, uh, promise yourself that you won't continue that cycle um, of you know a lack of fatherhood um, in your children's lives in the future. Um, and that's that was really my way of getting over it because I have a son and there was nothing I would um, ever do to jeopardize our relationship. And it was because I felt I had been abandoned. Um, and it's a great time right now for fathers. It's um, where men are finally starting to speak out and talk about their hurts that they've had from being neglected. Um, and so there are a lot of father organizations that are you know, um, cropping up right now. And it's definitely going to be a different uh, set of rules for dads in the future, such as, you know, having time off from work after their children are born. You know, that has never, I mean, in here, uh, United States, we haven't done that ever, I don't think. so. Yeah, they talked a lot about it on the uh, Democratic um, debates last night for to have parental family leave, not just maternal family leave, but parental family leave for the newborn. Yeah. And, it's, so, it just, and it makes sense because um, if the father has to run off to go work, then it sets, sets up a pattern initially that, okay, the dad's always going to be at work and the mom's going to be at home. But if both are at home in the beginning, it sets a nice um, future for that child. True. Mm-hmm. So you're saying for you to get over the abandonment, one, one good way would be to break the chain. In, in other words, sometimes it's, it's a very healing process that you give to your child what you personally didn't get yourself. Like, be that person, be that parent that your parent was not. So that is a good way to, to deal with it. <clears throat> so um, are you involved, uh, Max, are you involved in any other organizations that are relating to fathers or men's issues? Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently started talking to Hogan Hilling, and he is... Um, putting on a dadly rally. Um, and essentially this event will be in March in the LA area. And it's for all dads to essentially have a forum and, um, share their voice. Um, and then it, also there will be workshops led by parenting experts. And of course, we're you know, and moms will be invited to speak about their, you know, valuable insights on parenting. Um, and so I've recently have found out about this and I'm, you know, promoting it myself now as well. Awesome. In fact, mm-hmm. I think we do have Hogan on the line. Okay. Hogan, are you there? Uh, yes. Hello, Linda. How are you doing? Hey, Matt. Hi. Great, Hogan. Thank you. Thanks for calling the show. Oh, you're we welcome. were just, I, I don't know if you Max, overheard Max, what Max, Max was saying, but he was uh, talking about other organizations relating to fathers and men's issues. Well, you know, Max is an, an example of uh, the Underground Fatherhood Network that's coming up, and we're so grateful that he's willing to collaborate with us on the Dadly Rally. Tell us a little bit about the rally. What do you want to accomplish? Yeah, well, uh, the Dadly Rally is a high-energy, positive-focused uh, event for dads to learn how to be a better dad and reconnect to their passion for parenting while building a powerful and supportive dad community. Um, our mission is to support dads and moms. And as you'll see by the agenda on the website at www.dadlyrally.com, is that um, we're there to support dads and moms in their quest to unify, strengthen, and inform the parenting community. And one of the dadly, the dadly rally promise that we give to the dads is that we provide a safe, non-judgmental environment for all dads. Um, that's what makes this this event so unique because we don't really discriminate. We embrace every kind of dad that wants to come to the event, and it's a conference-based event as. Uh, Max pointed out it's got morning workshops with local parenting experts. Um, we have a mom panel in the morning. We are, are also have a Dadly Awards presentation at lunch. Then we have uh, and the, what makes this really unique from other conferences is that the whole afternoon is open discussion sessions based um, on children's age and family dynamics. We'll also have a dad panel. Um, and then um, one of the reasons we put this together is because we 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 feel that the best resource dads have is each other. 
And we can actually learn a lot from moms because moms um, naturally network with each other, and dads don't do a good job of that. And like Max said, a lot of dads are coming out and expressing their pain and, and pain and hurt and also expressing how they want to be become more active, responsible dads. So I think the timing is great. And then um, we're closing with some, a couple of great comedians, local comedians from Los Angeles. We were just so excited to have Chris Mancini and Stephanie Wilder-Taylor. And um, they're definitely all in on this event. They're both a, a dad. They're, Chris is a dad and Stephanie is a mom. Um, and lastly, early bird registration is $99. It includes a free book from one of the three dadly books that I authored. And uh, if you want more information, go to www.dadlyrally.com. Again, that's dadly, D is in David, A-D-L-Y. Awesome. So is this your first rally that you're having? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it's debuting in Los Angeles. We're proud that it's going to be de- debuting here in California. Um, I have been involved in putting together other dads' conventions across the country, um, but um, one in particular was the at-home dad convention. We just had our 20th annual uh, at-home dad convention, and um, I'm using my experience there to go into the mainstream and just kind of share some of the powerful things that go on at, the, at this kind of an event with dads. That sounds great, Hogan. If you want to send me um, the inf- the event information, I will uh, post that on my Facebook fan page and have that available to my listeners and viewers. So, yeah, I'd be happy to do that for you. Well, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you. If you've just joined us, you're listening to The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. You're on with my current guest, Max Evans. He's recently written a book of short stories called Where's Pops? And it's available on his website and also uh, Amazon. He's going to be um, hosting uh, a dad fest on October 17th. That's this coming uh, Saturday at Made in Long Beach, which is a store on Pine Avenue that sells uh, merchandise strictly created by Long Beach residents. So we're pretty excited for that. And I will post uh, all these links on also on my Facebook fan page. Um, we also listened uh, earlier in the show to um, my other guest, Rob Garcia. We want to thank him for being on board, and I will post his links as well. Um, Max, are you writing anything new uh, past this book? Yeah. On uh, anything currently? Yeah, right now I'm working on um, composing the first true hip-hop novel. <laughs> and what I mean by that's, that is... That's a departure from the other one. Yeah, no, totally. I have to have a theme. That's my thing. But okay. um, um, essentially what I'm doing is I'm writing adaptations of stories found in, in individual hip-hop songs. Yeah. And then threading them together to create an overall larger narrative. Nice. And so right now, it's been a little difficult going through all my songs because a lot of it has so much to do with sex and violence and all that. But there are a lot of stories that just have to do with everyday life. And those are the ones that I'm searching for and putting all together into a big novel. Awesome. Well, good for you. Thank you. Um, I think you can also hear uh, Max on the Dusty and Heidi show uh, on a monthly segment. Is that correct? That's correct. We're doing a a parenting corner for for their show. It's really good. Awesome. Those of you who were listening last week, Dusty was a guest on my show when we talked about men who get it right, men who are, uh, actually two weeks ago, 